G'day punters, welcome back to the Exotic Punters podcast. Got a big episode this week. We're going to be previewing the Tats Tiara Group 1 up in Queensland and as well as the Group 1 uh, at Ascot this weekend. Dubs, thanks for joining me again. How are you? Good, Angus. Yeah, very good. Uh, probably not as happy as you are at the moment. Obviously, you seem to be on cloud nine with the uh, all the Instagram stuff you've been putting on the Exotic Punters uh, socials down over at Ascot, of course. But uh, no, excited for what is going to be the last group one, of course, of the season and uh, back at Caulfield for the first time in uh, a long time, obviously, since the redevelopment there. So should be a good weekend of racing. But yeah, how give us a bit of an insight about the uh, the Royal Ascot experience and, and what you've found about it. Oh, I was... Uh... An experience unlike any other dubs. For for a true racing fan, I don't think it really gets any better. Uh, obviously, your spring carnival in Melbourne is pretty special, but from an atmosphere uh, perspective, it was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, everyone's, everyone's just, there's such a great vibe around the place. Everyone there is just riding to the racing, into the social part of things, having a few pings, lemonades as well. Uh, so, yeah, from... You know, if you're really into your racing, it's it's definitely something you've got to do. Yeah, okay. That's very interesting, very interesting. Obviously, uh, you're going back Saturday, I think. So we'll see Artorias and the astrologist, of course, uh, representing Australia. Uh, you fancy either of their chances? I know you're very keen on Artorias uh, in general, but uh, you um, in their chances? Yeah, I'm really confident in Artorias, Darby. I'm not sure if I've expressed that on enough on the podcast in previous months, but I think he's a really good chance. He's rated a $4.20 chance at the moment in the race. Uh, and he's drawn Barry 8, which is kind of midfield there, uh, which isn't that bad at all. He can, uh, James McDonald can choose which which side he wants to go down in the uh, in the race. They'll, uh, usually they split up and one group will go down the stand side and one will go down the other side. Uh, so J-Mac can make his decision there. Uh, Cannonball's also backing up from the Group 1 King Stand Stakes, uh, where the wheels really did fall off the other day. It's at $34. Uh, the Astrologist, he's a $41 chance. Uh, amazingly, uh, he's a better price than uh, a bigger price than Cannonball, which I find it's hard to believe. He'll run his heart out. He's probably a uh, not a bad each-way chance there. I don't think he's good enough to win. Uh, one that puts a bit of a different form line into the race is the number 13, Wellington. He's the Hong Kong galloper uh, coming over. So that's a really uh, straight. You don't often see the Hong Kong runners uh, travel all over the world, but Wellington's running in this race on Saturday. He brings that lucky swayness form line. He hasn't, run, he hasn't won in a while, though, uh, Wellington. It's been about six starts since he's had a win. He's at $5.50. He's drawn well in 15. Ryan Moore on board, but look at I don't think he'd be as good as Artorias. He hasn't won for a while either. He hasn't experienced a straight track. So uh, I couldn't tip him from uh, at $5.50. And then Highfield Princess, the runner-up in the Group 1 King Stand Stakes on Tuesday. Uh, he was a little bit unlucky, but she was beaten fair and square. She's at $5. And uh, I think she's a good chance to win too. But, yeah, I've got Artorias on top. Uh, I just, I'd love to see him win at Ascot. Yeah, it would be fantastic. Definitely, no doubt about that. Uh, obviously, Artur is one of the better horses we've seen in Australia that just hasn't been able to quite win as much as you would have hoped uh, from him, but uh, should be very interesting. But I'm um, looking forward to the content you'll be providing, and uh, I'm sure if Artur does get up, it'll be a, yeah. a wild day for yourself. 
Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. We've also got a uh, last year's Melbourne Cup favourite, Doville Legend. He's running the race after Artorias, uh, the Group 2 Hardwick Stakes over 2,400. Uh, so he's running there. He's a $7 chance in the race. And we've also got Artakan, who's owned by the Australian syndicate, Bennett Racing. He's a $17 chance in the race. He's got J-Mac on board. And uh, all going well. They're looking to bring him over for the Caulfield and Melbourne Cup uh, later in the year. And then Pole Driver, who's an $8 chance. He's a Group 1 winner, uh, multiple Group 1 winner. He's uh, he's a good chance as well. But, yeah, it will be interesting to see how Doville Legend goes. Uh, first start as a four-year-old now uh, after his Melbourne Cup run uh, in November. Yeah, see, obviously... Just the track was the issue for Doyville Legend in the Cup. Um, I think that was probably the reason why just wasn't able to compete against Gold Trip, who obviously loves the slop and, and was too good on that day. But I'd expect a strong performance from Doyville Legend uh, this weekend, as long as the weather holds up, which is always a query when you're in the UK. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, this, we're going to get a good track this weekend, that's for sure. There are, The straight's in a good to firm at the moment, and then the... Uh, circular uh track is in the good range which is good for our tourists it's what we want he, we know he doesn't like the slop uh did win the canterbury stakes on that soft five five uh but the we like the good ground for our tourists chances that's for sure definitely definitely um but looking forward to going back to caulfield as well in back in in our in australia um what is an interesting meeting but uh Hopefully the weather holds up. I think we've got a soft seven at the moment, but um, yeah, that's Caulfield tends to drain reasonably well compared to most tracks as we know, but uh, race eight's probably the standout race there. You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. Dubs. Uh, it is great to be back at Caulfield this week. It's been, I don't think we've been there since uh, Caulfield cup day, if I'm right. Uh, which has been quite strange. All the big races been at Sandown, your blue diamond and your, Oakley Plate, uh, but hopefully the uh, the new Heath track there that built on the inside is going to be good for the industry, uh, and hopefully now the uh, improvements they've done to the track allow it to drain even better than what it previously had. Mm, definitely, yeah. I think they might have had one afterwards um, sort of at the end of November. Um, I can't remember what meeting that is. That might have been the last time they were at Caulfield. It's been right. a while, though, as you said. Yeah, it has been a very long Yeah, time. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a while. Well, let's jump into race eight, Dubs. It's the City Index Handicap uh, over 2,000 metres. It's by far the best race of the day there. Uh, in what's a pretty ordinary day of racing, uh, but we've got uh, Normandy Bridge from the Mar Eustace Stable on top of here at $2.80. He's been running well, came second last start at the 1,800 metres at Sandown. Now he stretches out to the 2,000 metres where he's had the one run, uh, but hasn't isn't placed at the distance, which is a bit of que- a bit of a query for me, Dar, because he hasn't really ran that well past the eighteen hundred meters, and uh, to take two dollars eighty, you'd want to be pretty confident that he's going to run out a strong two thousand. So for me, I'm going to go with not usual glorious on top. This this horse is a dead set stayer. Enjoys the get to t- enjoys to get the toe into the ground. He's at seven dollars as well, so it represents a good a bit of value there too. So not usual glorious for me. Tommy, who are you with? Yeah, I've got not usual chorus as well, obviously coming off uh, the Swan Hill Cup win uh, against a pretty good field with Keats and Sosie Bomb. But uh, 
Yeah, I agree with your Normandy Bridge. I mean, that one start over 2,000 metres was in Sydney uh, back in March and came up against some decent horses, you know, protagonists, Zarek and Sunshine Rising, but wasn't competitive. Uh, so, yeah, not competing is as good as, as uh, stronger opposition tomorrow, clearly, but I can't take that quote. Cherry Tortoni's just form isn't worthy of selection and Milford's probably not a bad pick, uh, you know, obviously has performed quite well in decent races, but... Uh, and then, of course, deep strike as well uh, from the Price Ken Junior stable. But, yeah, I'm with you. Not usual glorious for me. Just had a sub- sublime prep so far. Going to ignore the race, the performance at uh, at Sandown a couple of starts ago where it beaten by Normandy Bridge by about seven, eight, uh, 7.8 lengths. So going to ignore that because the rest of this prep has been outstanding in the placings. And I think you're getting a really good each way price at 8.50. Yeah, Dubs, well, you know what we say, great minds think alike. Uh, we'll move up to Eagle Farm now. We we, we were actually trackside there 12 months ago, Derby, uh, in what was a great day at the Tats Tiara Day. Uh, we'll start off in race three, though. It's a group through three Tassel's Cup over the 2,400 metres. We've got Luncey's as the $1.85 favourite. Young Werther, he's on the second line of betting at $5.00. There's been a bit of market support early for him. And the Mediterranean, who's the uh, bit, the import uh, for the Ryan stable up in Queensland, he's at six, sorry. Yeah, he's at $6.50. Uh, he's a good chance too. It's, uh, it's a pretty open race, Darby. Have you found a winner here? Yeah, look, it's a very tough race. Obviously, Lunti's as well and truly firmed as the as the short favourite. We've got a dollar eighty there. Um, very rare you're going to see a horse like Young Verta at five fifty. Just never can get the chockies. But been some markets of support for Young Verta. Opened at nine dollars and now into five fifty, which is pretty remarkable when you consider that his career only features the one win, of course, back in Geelong uh, in a maiden. Has placed a couple of times in in Group level, Group One level, but um, yeah, hard to tip Young Verta based on just form and just inability to win. Obviously, Lunsi's had the better of him, but. I'm going to take them both on. I'm I'm going for the Mediterranean. I'm just thinking, I don't tr- trust either of the other two. And I uh, look to be honest, I think the Mediterranean and Lunsies to probably run top three is not a bad same race multi. Uh, to be honest, um, against this slot, but um, I'm just going to go with the Mediterranean. Just the Queensland form will stack up. I'm not. I haven't got a lot of faith in Lunsies, even though, uh, he has been performing pretty good against without a fight, which I think is a superior horse to this lot. But, uh, yeah, I'm going for the Mediterranean for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Mediterranean, Derby. Uh, I just couldn't take $5 for Young Werther. And I couldn't take $1.85 for Luncey's. And the Mediterranean's running some pretty good races over in the, uh, in the UK. So, look, it's a bit of a stab in the dark, but... Uh, yeah, I'm going to, from a, just a value perspective, I've got the Mediterranean on top here. Just, you, you just cannot dive into young Werther horses. It's won one start. Um, and I just don't think he justifies. The if it was at Flemington, I'd probably back young Werther, I reckon. Um, yeah, well, given how it's good, an eagle farm does. I know, which is why I'm not, which is why I'm not, clearly. But yeah. It does very different horse at Flemington Young Verda, but this, yeah, you can't justify that. That's just 
throwing your hard-earned away. Maybe maybe I might be proven wrong and he might win, and I wouldn't be surprised if he did, to be honest, against this lot. But, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't back Young Verda. Couldn't back Young Verda. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Darby. Uh, well said. Well, let's move on to the big race of the day at Eagle Farm. It's the Group 1 Tats Tiara over the 1,400 metres. It's the final Group 1 of the uh, racing season. Uh, and Opal Ridge is on the first line of betting at $4.20. Uh, she was really impressive last start, sitting three wide with no cover and then charging home for second. Uh, was quite unlucky there. It's a pretty open race, Darby. Have you found something for us? Well, I'm looking forward to the conclusion of this race because it's about time that this group one, this period of group ones that shouldn't be group ones is ending and it's concluding with another fairly ordinary field let's be honest uh but you have to find a winner and look i, I would be absolutely on ruthless dame had she not drawn barry 19 i think she was pretty good in the strati and obviously uh before that beat a really good field in the robert Sanford but unfortunately she's drawn 19 so i've had to look elsewhere and i'm going for a couple horses in this uh both of which are risky first one is chain of lightning uh i know that he te- she tends to be better on a wet deck, but she was pretty good in the Strady, I thought, uh, and she was even better in the Robert Sangster, where she was only a, a length off that. Of course, that was on a soft seven, but the Strady performance was on a good deck, and I think that forms the form to stick with. Um, the other horse I'm going with at a bit of a price is uh, from the Hawks team, and that is Electric Girl. Now, this horse, when, when she gets the good, she's pretty handy. Like, she was... Ran third to Imperatries and Artorias back at Ranwick uh, in March. And, you know, that's that's pretty good form. You know, both of them are serious talent. Um, we know Imperatries went on to win a group one after that, and Artorias is one of the favourites at Ascot tomorrow night. So I think $17 is a good price for Electric Girl, and uh, that's why I'm going for her. And and she's already been backed in. It seems like the Mark uh, punters agree, 26 into 17, which I think is a pretty good price. So... I'm going to do a few dollars on those two. I think uh, happy to take on Opal Ridge. Yeah, Dubs, that's definitely some represents some good value there. Also, it was only two point seven links off Animo too. Uh, and I think it was the George Ryder yeah. over the fifteen hundred. But yeah, it's definitely a good price seventeen dollars, five dollars in place. I'm going to be with Opal Ridge this start. Uh, I think four dollars twenty is actually a pretty good price. Um, from a value standpoint, but she's just been really impressive, this horse. And I wasn't really caught up in the hype until last start when she did sit three wide uh, and still I thought she was cooked. Uh, And then she just uh, kept running on. Uh, She was very brave in defeat there. So I'm going to stick with her. I think she's quite an exciting horse on the up. So I'm going to be with number 16, Opal Ridge at $4.20. I think she'll get a good run from Barrier 6 too, which is a big positive in this big field. Yeah, it is. It's, you definitely want to be drawing well, and I think that's what the key reason why you'd be going with Oprah Ridge. Obviously, Ruthless Dame would be have to be one of the top contenders, and still is. Uh, but she's going to have a lot of work cut out for her drawing. You know, she'd probably come in a bit with the emergencies, but yeah, it's still not exactly ideal drawing Barrier Nineteen in a race that she definitely would have been one of the leading chances. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move to the Group 3 WJ Healy Stakes uh, over the 1,200 metres where Prince of Boom, who was a very dominant winner last start, 
is your short price favourite, $2.50 at the moment. Uh, but unfortunately has drawn the car park, uh, which I would have thought he was a good thing here, but it definitely uh, creates or makes a lot more open race now. Uh, I'm going to go with Quantico at $7. He's drawn barrier five. Hopefully he'll get a good run in transit. Third up, he'll be fit now. I'm happy to forgive his run last start. I just don't think I can take $2.50 for Prince of Boom from barrier 16. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I can't. That's probably the main reason behind a few of my selections. Just the, I don't think there's much between these fields. And just when you're drawing so wide and so poorly, uh, it just puts you back a long way and, and makes it a lot harder for you. But, yeah, I, I don't mind the Quantico pick. I'm going with uh, the number 11 King Kappa from the Tony Golan stable. Ben Thompson booked a ride. Thought uh, he was pretty good last start at Eagle Farm, uh, winning by a length. Uh, but just been consistent in the last two starts and only has had the one really poor start and that was at Eagle Farm back in April. But uh, I think 750 uh, and 250 of the place is a pretty good play each way. Uh, that's probably the best way to go for tomorrow in these fields and look at horses that you think are going to be thereabouts and probably play them each way because they're tough betting races to find the winner, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I agree with you, Darby. It could be a tough day, just like it's been very tough at Ascot the last couple of days with uh, winners from all odds. Uh, but have you found 30, the best 30 horses in a race. Uh, 30 horses yeah, they're, in a race. Very hard. They're the easy ones, though, Darby, when there's 30 horses in a straight race over 1,600 metres. What's the old saying down the straight? You hate it because they've got no idea what the fuck they're doing. From some old bloke at the races. Yeah, yeah. No, he just said, don't you hate the straight? you just got no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it's a classic. Well, have you found the best bet for us on the program? Uh, I think I have. I'm going to race two at Caulfield uh, from Graham Beck Stable. Katsu, Blake Shin, Book's right, of course. Blake, uh, he's going to try and chase down Jamie Carr uh, in trying to win the Victorian Premiership, and I think he's got a really good ride here. Uh, forgive last start, you know, it was only 0.3 of a length off and, you know, it was obviously started at $1.60. I think he's better than, uh, he's better than this lot. You're getting 280 now, much better price, uh, likes the wet and can get the job done. So for me, Katsu race two number one at Caulfield is my best of the day. Yeah. Dubs don't mind it. Well, I'm putting the nuts on the line this week for the best bet. Uh, my first ever best bet that will be internationally, uh, and I'm going race three at Royal Ascot, number two, Artorius in the Queen Elizabeth Jubilee stakes over the 1,200 metres down the straight. Uh, really putting the nuts on the line, but I'm I'm really confident that he's going to get the job done uh, with a good ride from James McDonald. Uh, I don't think he'll get as far back as he did last year, and I don't have to worry about Jamie Spencer on him. Uh, this year too. So you get four dollars forty at the moment. Yeah, uh, I reckon it'll be tough to beat Derby. So Artorias, best bet, Royal Ascot, race three, number two. It's a big call. That's certainly putting your nuts on the line. It's uh, as well. Well, to be fair to Artorias, always has been around the mark in his career, tended to be. But it's just whether or not he'd step that next. Take that next step to win. It's been two years and he's got the one win. So uh, 
That's certainly putting your nuts on the line. But uh, look, that's fine. It's the end of the season. You're you're allowed to do it, and uh, we'll see how you go. Uh, well, I'm I'm pretty confident. Dabs he won that Canterbury Stakes first up, and then he was only 0.7 of a length off Anamara on his second start, and uh, that was after he just flew through the middle of the pack and didn't really get a great ride there. Uh, so I'm pretty confident with James McDonald on board. He'll give him a peach, and we'll see Artorias flying home right over the top of him, and we'll be going banana stabs. You will be, I can imagine. I can imagine. Oh, well, from my $100 challenge, I'm uh, keeping it pretty simple this week. I've just gone for Katsu to win uh, and King Kappa to play. So I'm getting $7 for that. So I'll just chuck the 100 on that. Given it's the end of the season, that'll certainly put me in the red if it does get up. Well, do at the end of the season, we will post the calculations uh, of the $100 challenge and the best bet. I think it's going to look a lot better for you than it will for me. Thankfully, I'm on a hot streak with my best bet. So if Katsu can get up, that'll yeah. make four in a row and that'll get me out of jail, I think. But what have you got for your $100 challenge? Dabs, I'm just going 100 on Artorias. Just bang. It will win it. Yeah. Oh, well. At the $4.20, though, not the $13 I got five months ago. If you're confident, you're confident, yeah. If you're confident, you're confident. Yeah. Well, um, I have you've got a sport. Yeah, I do. I do this week. Uh, yeah, I, the footy's been very tough to tip, but I'm keeping it simple. I think the Dockers are going to beat the Bombers um, in Perth, which is a bold call given our poor farewell last week. But I'm going to take I'm going to take the Bombers on up for coming off the bye. Uh, then I've also got the Suns at the line against the Hawks, just without Sicily. I think the Hawks are, uh, you know, nowhere near as good of a side, but. Uh, and in Gold Coast, always a tough trip. And then I've got the Broncos to beat the Titans in the NRL, and I'm getting 470 for that. So I'll put that up on the uh, Exotic Punters Instagram later today. Yeah, love it, Darbs. Well, Punters, thanks for tuning in this week. We're going to have a bit of a hiatus after this, but we've had a really fun time uh, this season. It's been a quite a long stint all through the autumn and winter carnivals. But we've uh, we're thoroughly enjoying. We're going to come back bigger and better next season uh, with plenty of new things to come. Darby, always a pleasure having you, mate. Uh, and yeah, I really enjoyed bringing you all the uh, news and highlights of the rural Ascot races this past week. And I'll be keeping it up on Saturday. It's been unbelievable. The content has been unbelievable. It's uh, just been getting up every morning and just seeing uh, a new, just a, a new era. So it's been very good and. Uh, yeah, look forward to it more. Of course, we'll keep that sort of stuff up throughout the spring and uh, what is really the main racing season. The autumn's just a warm-up, really, to what we're going to be getting into later in the year, of course. But, yeah, thank you to everyone who's joined and uh, all the messages and stuff. It's been fantastic, and we've, we've had a great time. Yeah. Righto, partners. Remember, get on, hang on. Let's find some winners this week and end the season with a bang.